Hello, welcome to another episode of Claire on Air. I'm your host, Claire DeLay, and let's get into it. Hello, long time no here, here, see, you know, we'll go with here, because y'all can't actually see me, but y'all can hear me. But anyway, I'm regressing, not even started today's episode, but today we are talking about golf and why it is terrible and ugly and horrible um for many 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 reasons um and like i think i'm gonna call this caption not caption uh title is hot girls hate golf which um facts uh there are just so many reasons to hate golf and we'll get into a lot of the different reasons um but to to start off with we're going to talk about a little bit about the history of the golf um and the and like the reason kind of just like the history of golf and how it became what it is today. Now, we're not going to get super into it, but the way we think of golf today is not how the game used to be played. Um, and, like, how we think of golf today and just kind of, like, honestly, how terrible it is, is honestly, here's a shocker, it's uh, linked to the U.S. I know, big surprise, uh, the U.S. turned something and made it worse. Um, but golf started originally in Scotland, um, and of course, like everything, it is a sexist game. Um, basically, everything in the world is about the patriarchy, and we hate the patriarchy. But in this instance, it was seen as you were good at the game. Uh, if men who, like the men who like, were seen as like they were good at the game, were those who could perform faster, who were stronger, and who were the most skilled. And whereas today, with like the today, it's all about uh, well, it's still about that, but not as different because they created the handicapped in golf. Um, and this is linked to England, um, like the handicap, like I said. In the modern game we think about today, is from England, and the spread of the game. Um, honestly, another shocker here is uh, goes hand in hand with the British imperialism, so colonization. Um, and it was, like, one of, like, I think one of the first places that started to, like, make a lot of golf clubs, um, was India. Hmm, wonder why. But, you know, I've done a lot of different research for different things, honestly, for a lot of, for school, about the environmental factors of golf. Um, and we'll get into those a little bit, but I have done more research recently into the other aspects on why the game is terrible. And that's kind of what we're going to start with today. Um, and it is the connection of the business class and the game and why there's such a large link. Um, because golf wasn't always seen as like what it is, you know, not even now, because like now it's not nearly as bad because um, golf is on like a massive decline. I think like in 2017, there was like a, there, a lot of places were closing their like golf courses are becoming abandoned but anyway um kind of what i was saying is kind of like the way the link the bigness whoa cannot speak um the way it was linked to the business uh in like golf started to be seen as this high class game in the 1900s um and in golf started to be was like started to become and become widely recognized as the sport of rich males for urban class uh, for the urban, middle class, upper class, 
in the UK in the game offered a splendid opportunity to show all of the economic capital that they had and particularly the bourgeoisie had amassed all had amassed in all of these gadgets that go with golf and the fact that private courses were normally exclusive and expensive just adds how much of a like just adds to it like I'm thinking it's just like particularly in Gilmore Girls you see the episode where like Rory goes with her grandfather to the golf course, and it was all these, like, rich people, and then they, of course, had to eat lunch after, you know, they rode around their golf cart, they had all the different, like, you know, when you're, like, they had to, then you had to eat, and they had to go into the sweat things, and it was, like, gossiping, all that kind of stuff, um, but particularly, it was, like, you have, you know, like, when you go to a golf course, you have to wear a college shirt, you have to wear these special shoes, like, they have a lot of weird rules, um, and, like, that just kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with private courses, and and they're normally exclusive and expensive and that just kind of like adds to just like how much of a waste of time golf is like you have to like that's kind of another thing it's like if you're rich you have the time to take off and play a round of golf because like an 18 round hole of golf is like two to four hours and like and then you're eating at the clubs and the drinks and honestly don't even get me started on the underage girls running the beverage cart like you know you always hear like oh that's the best job to get when you're a teenager but if you really think about it you're an underage girl wearing like you know you know if you've seen the beverage girls and like then you're making a lot of money because old men are getting drunk and tipping you like it's mm, you know but anyway I'm getting off topic so we're gonna go back to the grounds like you had these beautifully garden fairways and magnificent clubhouses that honestly resembled aristocratic places and all of this like stupid civilized uh, I did just do air quotes around it but at last as it is a podcast you cannot see my air quotes but they are there around civilized and it's just like how this like you know, the way that golf is conducted and that they would just happen to have the allure that golf is a respectable pastime with all of these, like, aristocratic, super, you know, fancy-looking buildings and areas, and that golf is a respectable pastime. And there's, like, the saying in business um, that if you were bad at golf, you would be a bad at business because, like, it was, like, a metaphor for it. And honestly it was like a metaphor for the trade and even a lot of like I think it was like one it's like if you can't get your ball out of the sand like how are you going to like a business deal goes wrong how are you going to fix I don't know some stupid metaphor um but that is also linked to business like a lot of like billion dollar deals and everything created on golf courses um and it even got to like the point that like a lot of business schools require golf lessons like that was part of the curriculum um and so like that's just weird in general but like yeah if you like there's some studies that like show you you know I, I bet there is studies I didn't really find any but I didn't also like I don't know but I just like feel like how much money has been exchanged hands in business deals just on the golf course is an absurd amount um but you know and now to talk about the absurdity of golf courses and the land use, there's around like 34,000 and like, it's, I think the next number is like 34,011 golf courses in the world and almost half are in the U.S. And each golf course requires around 150 acres of land and, you know, 
like that just like 150 acres and then that all together accounts for more than 5.0 million acres of land worldwide just for golf courses if you think of that this like in the scale of the earth we only have to live on like what 24 percent of the earth and if that percentage of it like 5.1 million acres is used for stupid golf courses like get of a life like we could do something so much better with that land and you know you could use it that'd be used for wooded areas farmland animal habitats and like so much more there's like so much we could do with it like we don't even know and yes there is that argument that they are a beneficial choice to like restore areas that were like damaged from landfills or like mining operations and like make ugly things back to be pretty again but that's like if yes and that's also a small percentage i actually do that a lot of it's like you are destroying um like areas like, like there's like that area in the bahamas um in particular other tropical areas either in general but it was like this one area in bahamas or like can't remember exactly where i want to say uh i can't remember well it's like one of the islands that started to see that the community said we don't want this golf course and because they were like worried about like destroying the mangroves and and it of course got passed to build a golf course like oh, why would we care about our mangroves and our corals um and they just like you know took away all of the mangroves and that also happens like in a lot of places they clear-cut land and like just deforestation to create golf courses um and because like they want you know, and they destroyed all these wetlands and mangroves to build these golf courses in tropical areas because, like, when people are on vacation who stay at resorts, want to play golf, you know, in beautiful areas. And, like, there's a lot of golf courses, you know, that are around. Yes, they have, like, water on the courses, but a lot of people like to look at beautiful scenery while they play golf. That's just not the greens that the games are on. Um, so then they, they destroy all this area and oh, why do I just lose my train of thought? But, um, and, like, because they like to look at the water, like I said, and, you know, and they like to have these beautiful manicured lands. And it wasn't even until televised TV, like, color, like, color TV was created that the, like, magnificent greens that we see became a thing because, like, it was, like, when I was, like, one of the, like, the master's, which, you know, is the very famous golf tournament. Um, you have to be really good to get there. I like Tiger Woods performs there all the time. Honestly, he's the only golfer I know. Um, that that all the other golf courses around were like, oh, I this is what a great golf course looks like. So then they started to add pesticides and everything else to their courses so they would look that beautiful green color. Um and so, but, like, another thing is, like, that this, um, having to make, completely water it and add those pesticides, uses so much, mil- like, so much water. Um, and a typical golf course uses 90 million gallons of water every year. And that, the, that times the amount of courses in the world, like, we already stated, it was, like, 34,011 or something like that. 
um that's just like in like 90 million gallons of water every year for one course on average like times all that like i'm not gonna do math i hate math but just like think of that size like that's just an insane amount of water and in such an unnecessary amount either and like yes there's argument that some courses use recycled water but that is still such an unnecessary amount of water like you know a lot of people water their lawns with the recycled water because, like, you can't drink it, like, the gray water, and then they clean it out. But but still, I feel like there's so many other ways we could use that recycled water for a better purpose. Um, and like I was saying earlier, with the run of, like, having to fertilize it, you have the runoff from it, and then you have um, the extra and, like, nutrients going into the waters, and, and that's called a eutrophic eutrophication which causes like algae blooms and like and then when you have that combined with tropical areas where there is like that creates like a higher a link to well because okay so like i'm okay i'm moving too fast but um like an algae bloom when you have an algae bloom it like releases toxins into the water that will kill fish and basically everything in that water um when i was living in florida like we had terrible algae blooms all the time uh, from overflows from, like, the farmlands of in the middle of Florida, and then that created a dangerous amount of algae booms. Like, we couldn't swim in the water. You had, like, tons and tons of just dead fish washing up on the shore. So, like, that's the kind of stuff that's happening. And, like I was saying with that Bahamas, uh, the Bahamas, like, there was a study conducted about the coral reef's health and the nutrients in the water before and the level of algae blooms and the coral bleaching that was happening at a specific rate. Like, yes, coral bleach is happening because of climate change and warming waters and everything like that. But after they built this golf course, they did a couple of years of studies, and coral bleaching started to happen at a faster rate, and that is due to the off-run of the, like, fertilizers that are used. And so that's just like happening in one of those areas. And even areas not surrounded by water, you have runoff that happens that it also seeps into the soil or is carried by the wind into other ecosystems or they wreak havoc on existing species. You know, there was this one Swedish study that found that the energy required for golf courses was the same as running five average American cars. And the carbon footprint is about 29 tons of carbon, which is like almost 10 times the average versus garbage uses like just think of that that's like a crazy amount of carbon ring lease like just for golf courses which is one that like maybe the average person um plays like maybe on a saturday maybe once a month like or most people nowadays like don't play that much on a golf unless you're uh, donald trump who spends all of his time at a golf course instead of you know what he was supposed to be doing when he was our president but anyway that's off topic but just like Think about that. Think about off the off run, you know, the runoff. Why don't why am I saying off run? That does not make sense. Um, both of those combined is just like what please show me the good to golf, please. You know, and like then there's also the argument like people want to go out into nature. Um but and like yes, there's like, you know, going on a golf course is not going into nature, like yes, you're outside, so yippee kaye for you, like yeah, you're outside. Um, and you're in the elements, but, like, that's not really nature, like, you know, yes, people say, oh, what's a sanctuary for birds, and other stuff like that, um, but if they had the regular habitats of the birds, like, that would be so much better, and, like, the regular habitats, like, 
Also, you know, okay, I was going to talk about this later, so let me let me get to that later. But now we're going to talk about golf balls. And, like, if you've been anywhere near a golf course or if you've ever played golf, like, you know you are always losing your golf balls. Like, it just happens, like, if, especially if you're terrible at the game. <clears throat> me, I'm not great at golfing. I was always more interested in driving the golf cart or going to the driving range. Um, never playing. I just I also got too bored. But anyway, that's, you know, like you lose your golf balls and like they're almost never to be found again. Like that just happens. And it's hard to calculate, but there's like one study that someone did and like that it was estimated that 300 million balls are lost annually. Like, and I remember like going, um, there's a golf ball, like there's a golf course kind of like by my house growing up. And like, when there was like a flooding, I would find tons of golf balls, like in the Creek behind my house. Like I just had so many, um, but like, so 300 million balls are lost annually. And like, you know, why would golfers, like, there is some better golf balls out there that, like, they've never clicked off. Like, Nike has patented this, like, carbon, you know, sucking golf ball. But, like, why the, why would we use that when we could use the normal golf balls that, um, you know, are super slow to decompose? And when they do decompose, they release dangerous levels of zinc that is showed to poison flora and fauna of an area. It's like, wh- why would we use the healthier golf balls? Um, it's different. I mean, yes, I personally hate change, but come on now. Like, at least I care. Like, can you care enough? Like, okay, yes, you're doing all these bad things, but can you at least pretend to care enough to just, like, change your golf balls? Like, but anyway, you know, but, like, golf, like, that's just, like, a crazy amount. Like, I mean, I'm saying crazy amount all throughout this episode. But, and now we're on to my final point. Uh, and honestly, and it's like maybe my biggest point, and like one I've talked about so much for us, is biodiversity. Like on golf courses, you only have a monoculture of grass. So it's like the one type. And like 99% of the time, it's not even in, it's not even a native grass species. Like what? Um, and like, you know, why not use all of the local plants and, like, other stuff to create a harder game, you know? Like, like that's a kind of, like, how Scotland used to play golf. It's, like, they would use the natural land, and they had to play a game. Like, that's, like, I feel like it's a, you know, whole better. But, like, the whole monoculture of grass is, like, also connected to the American dream, you know, of the beautifully cut green gla- grass and the white picket fence. Um, but that is ugly. No one likes it. I feel like... I've, like, seen lawns, and, like, I've always hated that are, like, the superficial, like, green grass that, like, looks like turf, and, you know, fake turf, and then, then there's, like, the ones that are natural biodiversity with, like, the local flowers and all that kind of stuff. That is so much prettier, like, so much prettier, just in general. Like, let's have more of that, less of the ugly golf courses, and, like, yes, there are other, there are some ways that you can make golf course is a little bit more environmentally friendly, like, so we should maybe do that, um, there's, like, you know, solar panels and, like, all that stuff you could put on golf courses to kind of create some reasonable energy, and, like, electric golf carts and all that kind of stuff, but still, like, in the big scheme of things, I think us as a population has moved past the needs of golf courses, and, you know, I hope you'd like this episode, and if you'd like to do more in-depth research, um, you could also email me on the Claire's Claire Pod Claire on Air Pod at gmail.com, and like I can send you all my resources that I use to research it. And there's also this really good video on YouTube um, 
called Is Golf Bad for the Environment by Abby Richards. And she does an amazing um, in-depth look at it and like a bunch of different topics that like I kind of talked about, but I didn't go really in-depth in. Like she goes really in-depth in and I highly recommend the video. It's really good. Um, But yeah, overall, biodiversity is cool. Golf courses are not. And um, hot girls love golf. No. Hot girls hate golf courses. Hot girls and also hot girls love biodiversity. I had them tripped up. But yeah, I think that's where I'm going to end this episode. It's a really long episode compared to this is a really long episode for me just rambling. Um, but yeah, I hope you like it. Uh, leave a five star review and have a great day, y'all.